Rock and roll. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I say, you just got to get back to the damn app. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Inside the Cage. I am your host, Terrell Campbell. Yeah, I am. Your man, Jerome Stan. Woo! Let's go. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, that's right. To give a fresh coat of paint on 2021, we're doing an award show that's going to reward 2020. I know you're saying to yourselves, why would you do that? Easy, because there are still some people in the worlds of MMA and in pro wrestling that deserve to be acknowledged. So we will start, start off in the MMA world. Ladies and gentlemen, the first award will be Breakout Fighter of the Year. And Jerome, I don't think there's anybody else that really qualifies for this award. And that's Kismet Chemev, the man who fought, what, four times this year in the UFC and had multiple finishes. So we want to give a, go ahead, give him a, a shout out. We know he had to pull out of the fight that he had coming up soon, uh, the first fight of 2021. But the, this man definitely deserves that award. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any issue with that. The only other person that I would even give an honorable mention is, um, goodness, I'm going to butcher his name, the uh, the dude that's the flyweight champion. What's his name? That fought, um, oh, my goodness, I just rewatched this fight the other night. They were just, uh, the other week, they were just replaying it on ESPN last weekend. Oh, man. Are you talking about you Figueroa? Yes, thank you, Figueroa. Thank you. I have to give him honorable mention just because he has utterly dominated everything he's done in 2020 except for that last fight. And that, if you watch that fight, honest to God, I'd have to say that is most definitely in contention for one of the awards that we're going to do down the road here because that was an outrageously good fight. All right. Well, let's say, speaking of, of awards, let's say, let's go ahead and go to female fighter of the year. Now there's quite a few ladies out there that, you know, deserve a look at this, but Jerome, I mean, can we really, you know, let's say really give this award to anybody, but Amanda Nunes. Um, I don't see how you can. I mean, she's the greatest of all time in, in the women's divisions period. Like at this point, like she's the one that would have to be called the goat. So, I don't see how we can hand it to anybody else. She hasn't. It's not like she, all of a sudden she's looked less dominant. So, yeah, you're not going to hear any issue out of me on that one. All right. And then we're going to go ahead and switch over to male fighter of the year. And, Jerome, I mean, I say this person right here deserves it 120%. I don't think there's anybody else in, let's say, that you can make any arguments that they don't deserve this. And that person... It's Kobe Covington. Now, see, this is where me and you are going to have some problems. And I'm going to have to vehemently disagree with you on this there, Mr. Campbell, because I don't understand how you can even have that argument. Oh, oh, I'm just messing with you. I would never give that award to Covington. <laughs> Let's say, 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 say. But when it comes to, when it comes to the actual uh, award, I mean, I say there's a few people that you have to take, take good looks at. 
but it's going to have to go Figueroa because, like you say, he had been dominant, I say, most of the year. And I say, the guy, the, the guy deserves it. He really does. You know, like I say, I don't. And not just dominant, just outrageously dominant. Like, if you go back and look at what he did over the course of this year, he, everybody outside of his last fight, he finished them quickly. He treated them like they were children. Yeah. So, so like I say, so we're going to give it to Figueroa. Uh, now, Here's here's the one like I say where where you would put Figueroa in there, uh, but I believe that the person but believe that the fight of the year and this award should go to these two because, damn, it was early in the year before Fight Island happened before you know like I say the UFC Apex, but how could you not give it to Joanna Yonechek and Zhang Wali? I mean, come on. Yeah, that, um, that that was that was a fight that I, let's say and and after that fight, I, I kept saying it time and time again. Joanna Yonechek, the sexiest Cleon in the world. <laughs> no, I mean that is uh that is one of the best fights that I've ever seen. Um I, to this day I still feel like Joanna got robbed. I, I do, I still feel like she got robbed. Um but I can under like it's not one to the point of to where like I think it was a travesty or anything like that because that fight literally could have went either way. Um, that was again the Figueroa and what was it Brandon Rivera, right? That was who he fought yeah. in his last fight. Yeah, th- that's the only other fight I saw over the course of the year that I think was even in contention there. I don't think anybody else was even close. Um, you know, we had some really quality fights over the course of the year. Don't get me wrong no disrespect to anybody, but those two fights were like next level because those were, you know, honestly watching both of those fights was like watching a, a fucking Rocky movie, excuse my language here, but that's, that's really what it was like. Like it was like watching Rocky movies. It's like, this is unreal. Am I really watching this? I'll say you're a hundred percent right. Like I say, both of those fights were definitely exceptional. Definitely. So now, who we got next? All right. So, all right. So, Jerome, all right. So, what we have next here is, like I say, we've already had, we've given out all of our MMA awards, but let's go ahead and take a look at who needs the awards in pro wrestling. And, Jerome, we're going to start off with Rising Star of the Year. And, I don't know. I don't know if you agree with me on this one. I don't know if you disagree with me on this one. But let's say this is the, this is who I believe the rising star of the year is, and that is John Silver of the Dark Order in All Elite Wrestling. Johnny, uh, Huggy, why do you feel so strong? Why do you feel so strongly about him being the guy that is that, that takes the award over anybody else, though? Uh, because like I say, say because if you look, like I say because. And and mind you, I know that some people will say say, well, what about a guy like Keith Lee? Let me explain this. John Silver went from an enhancement tag team talent to one of the most over guys in his entire company. Let's say say, and that's him. Like say, Johnny Hungy is like literally something that like people have been saying to each other on all these wrestling message boards. Like the guy has gotten to the like think about it, the guy went from wrestling like say short matches on dynamite or matches on dark 
to having a pay-per-view match with Orange Cassidy, who was in consideration for this. But they say I had to give it to John Silver mainly because John Silver definitely deserves it. I the only other person I would have given an argument to is Keith Lee, just because of simply the fact that a matter of how over he has been able to get over the course of this year. But I also can understand why you were saying it, and and if we're comparing it and being fair, Keith Lee is not as over. So, I can understand your argument, and I well, I Keith, Keith Lee in NXT was very right. much over. Keith Lee in NXT yeah. was very much over, but yes, but but, over, but but you also got to but you also got to factor in Keith 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 Lee has been around for a couple years where he's been getting that NXT exposure, like say whereas John Silver, like say he had his time on the Indies, Dynam- like say AEW launched, he got a little bit of exposure, but it was like okay, this guy's an enhancement guy. And then now all of a sudden, like he's one of the most popular people on their roster. So hands down, like I say, there's nobody, nobody else that like I say can really touch him. Um, but let's say we have to go to, and and like I say we're gonna we're gonna do this like I say just the normal way, uh, like I say because normally we would do like I say match of the year next, but I don't want to do match of the year next. I want to do do female superstar of the year. And Jerome, I mean, is it any argument that that it goes to Sasha Banks? It goes to Sasha Banks. Sasha I, Banks is the female superstar of the year. I don't really think you can give it to anyone else. I mean, let's be honest. So the best thing that happened to Sasha Banks this year was Charlotte Flair having to take time off. And the reason why I say this is just simply because Charlotte Flair was sucking up all the limelight in that in the women's division in WWE in particular, right? And it was hitting a point to where you're like, okay, is anybody else going to get any shine? And I would say Bailey and her used the most of their opportunity, and they really took their level of stardom to the next level. And Sasser Banks, especially because she was able to play the background character and still make her star rise while playing the background character. So you will hear no argument out of me. Miss Miss Banks deserved it. And on top of that, she was awesome on the Mandalorian. So how you you ain't gonna hear no argument out of me. Like, <laughs> like, uh, let's say she did let's say her star has risen uh let's say in let's say in WWE outside. So like say yeah you definitely gotta give it to Sasha Banks. Uh but but here's here's something that's also very interesting. Okay, so male superstar of the year. Number one, it will never be Goldberg. Number two, it'll never be Goldberg. <laughs> Number three, Yo, it'll never be Coco Beware. Can you ever just leave that man alone, bro? Look, you tell me to leave my stuff alone by the Undertaker, okay? Come on, man, chill out, bro. Just leave that yeah. man Goldberg alone. Yeah. Let him be, bro. But 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 don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, get. Undertaker never ended my favorite wrestler's career. Excuse Jerome. me. Hey, no, that's my hey, hey, listen. He ended my favorite wrestler's career, but that's besides the point. I still ain't gonna sit here and hold a sick vendetta against him. Okay. And, and, you know, and also, also, like I say, uh, you're also talking about a guy who caused WCW to have the payoff 
that they were supposed to have oh. from P- Finger Poker no. Doom, and it went to another. It went to a down a crap hole because no, the guy decided instead of using a bat to use his arm and ended up breaking his arm and causing that whole scenario to just flush down the toilet. And guess what? He's not a great wrestler, Jerome. No, he's not. I know he's not. But Jesus, man, <laughs> leave him alone. He was inter- he was entertaining. He's he he was not the most technically sound wrestler, but he was entertaining. They, yeah, he he speared people and jackhammered them. That's it. I mean, yeah, that 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 that's entertaining. But as far as male I mean, superstar of the year, though, here, far, toes lining, body slam, and leg dropping people. So what are we talking about? Yeah, but Hulk Hogan at least his matches lasted longer than five minutes, bro. Yeah, because 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 it would be Hulk Hogan getting his ass whooped for five for five ten minutes, and then oh, it's time to Hulk up. Oh, it's time to Hulk up. At least he could tell a story, but anyways, <laughs> at, at least but anyways, male wrestler of the year. I say I had to really rack my brain on this one. We had to think about this one over and over again. And in all honesty, like say this is somebody like say if if it was like say if it wasn't for the fact that like say this person had so much build up to them joining the company that they're with, they probably would have been in for the rising star. But this is somebody that like people have been touting about for a while, and and this is a guy who like say is solid in the ring. Phenomenal on the microphone, and we've all found out this guy can sing. Ladies and gentlemen, male wrestler of the year goes to Maxwell Jacob Friedman, aka MJF. Um, I don't have any issue with this. Be and, and my my logic to this is this simply. Okay, so if we're gonna start measuring like impact of what other wrestlers did this year. Nobody else really had that much impact beyond him. I, I mean, uh, other guys had successful years, don't get me wrong, but there's not anything from any male wrestler that truly impressed me this year outside of his performance and Roman Reigns turning heel finally. Everything else, right. it, 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 there was good performances, but it was nothing that made me be like, okay, this is a game changer. Like the only stuff that did that was what he was doing consistently improving over the course of the year, uh, setting a standard that, that was very consistent with his performances over the year. Like nothing else really matched that beyond Roman Reigns turning heel. And again, if we're being honest, part of the thing about the only re- like part of the reason the Roman thing has so much impact is because this is what we've been waiting for them to do with one of their, you know, over, over baby faces. And we've been waiting for them to finally be able to say, Hey, we're going to turn the guy heel. And Roman was a guy that we, especially since the days of the shield, we're talking about, he would be a great heel for them. So I, I, I think that is why, but yes, I, Beyond beyond that, Roman, I don't think anybody else has an argument at all on this. Not at all. Well, I mean, like say 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 MJF has always always surprised me. Uh, like say with his mic work, like say once you hear him talk one time, you're just like wow. And like say and he'll and he'll throw in those little jabs where it's just like oh they they let him say that, you know. But then again, like say all the wrestling, they don't have scripts. They let their guys go out there and say what's on their mind, say how they feel. So like say, and you can tell, like say, when a guy says something genuine, and and like say, or then you can tell the difference. 
they say, granted, a guy like Adam Cole, who's been like, say, who's had, who if we were doing the awards, like, say, for the last three years, he probably got male wrestler of the year for the last like three years. But uh, I say, outside of him, like I say, MJF has been one of the best wrestlers out there. I say, and I'm looking at the overall package, you know? So, so MJF wins that one. But match of the year, Jerome. Now, this is one that they say, Say and I and I know I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of backlash, like say from people who may listen to the show and say, "Wow, you're a real mark for this company." Well, I'm not a mark for them. It's just in terms of the actual wrestling, AEW has had better matches. WWE has had some good ones, but the match of the year will have to go to the Young Bucks and FTR at AEW Full Gear. Because that is by far one of the most exciting tag team matches I've watched in a long time. Long time, I say they busted out. You know, I like say they busted out moves from the Brain Busters. They busted out moves from the Steiner Brothers, the Dudley Boys, uh, the Hardy Boys. I mean, like I say they did. They even did the Heart Foundation as well. So I like say those two teams. It was a dream match. Yes, the buildup could have been better, but you know what? They say if they would have had a great buildup and that match on top of it, I say I would have given it match of the decade. I say and we're only in the twenty the beginning part of twenty twenty of the twenty twenties. I mean, all right. So but, like I, say, I don't disagree with you with the quality of the match. Right, the match was absolutely astounding. But my personal pick would be different than you, and it's probably going to actually surprise you my personal pick for match of the year. Cause this, it's the match that every time I've sat down and I've thought about this, what was the match of the year it's came in mind and it was Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. To me, the ability for them to create such a high level match with such limited resources at the time, walking into a completely new situation of how of basically of having, having to do business, right? Being able to perform in the way that they did and still give you that oh shit WrestleMania moment, for me, those guys, they take the edge in my mind. Because to my mind, on WrestleMania, that was the best match of the card. Well, let's see. Well, regardless, congratulations, FTR Young Bucks. <laughs> because you know what? And congratulations you know for what? me, like Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. I'm gonna contest this one. I don't care what he talk about. Congratulations to y'all. <laughs> he, he can contest it all he wants. <laughs> anyways, anyways, now we have two more awards to go go for, but these are what I like to call shenanigan awards. Okay, now when I say they're shenanigan awards, I say one of them is ITC Person of the Year, and then the other one would be Clown of the Year. And Jerome, who is the recipient? Of the clown of the year. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you guys know in shenanigans over the course of the year, I always like to bring up, you know, important stories and everything. And so as we're closing out this wonderful year and we're making sure we award the proper clowns of, of last year, you know, we had quite a lot. You know, there's a lot of those Trumpers out there that most definitely deserve this award. But there is one man in particular that stood out above all others that deserves this award above anybody else. And that man's name is the good old senator from the state of Kentucky, Mitch McConnell, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you why Mitch McConnell deserves this. 
Because over the course of this year, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't learn anything, I hope you learned one thing, that Mitch McConnell is okay with giving tax breaks and millions and billions of dollars to corporations, but he doesn't even think your ass is worth $2,000. Ladies and gentlemen, Mitch McConnell, for standing in the way of our democracy consistently moving forward and having any progress, he, ladies and gentlemen, is the clown of the year. All right. So Mitch McConnell is clown of the year, but ITC person of the year. Now, this was a hard one to decide because we had to look at, like, say, political impact, economical impact. But we also wanted to look at who resonated the most with with us and I say should have resonated with all of you who are listeners who are, you know, they say wrestling and MMA fans. So the person who actually gets the award and then honorable mention has to go to president elect Joe Biden because he helped get rid of agent orange uh, and, and, and his VP Senator Kamala Harris, because she helped get rid of that, that white pence, um, the white picket pence. But but if we if we're giving the award to anybody, and this is and the reason why we are giving this man an award is because throughout the course of the year, when we have actively done a show, this is the only person to get an applause from both myself and Jerome. Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to announce that our Inside the Cage 2020 Person of the Year is none other than Mick Foley himself. Congratulations, Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Congratulations. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And for me personally, the reason why I, I feel this way is because that is a guy whose entire living is based off of people liking him right and wanting to come see him wanting him to sign things wanting to buy his merchandise you know all of that but in spite of that Mick Foley when all of these things are going on he has stood up consistently to stand up for the side of right and when you do that as a person who is in a privileged position like he is And where he doesn't have to do it, you deserve to be recognized. And he is a person who has consistently stood up on the side of this, too. And so I have to give Mick Foley credit because, again, he's in an industry that his entire living is based off of if people like him to buy his merchandise. It's not like an actor or something like that that where, hey, they may say something crazy, but they're still going to get a role because someone thinks they can play the role. Mick Foley's entire thing at this point is based off of if people like him or not. And he was willing to risk all of that to make sure that he stood up on the side of right because of what he believes. So Mick Foley, to me, sir, you will always be a hero in this country. So I appreciate what you have done over the course of this year and being here and being willing to risk it all to stand on the side of right. Sometimes you got to risk it to get the biscuit. Anyways, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the inside the cage. 2020 award show and now here's some good news for you if you are a consistent fan if you have been listening to each one of our shows 
you will have a chance to hear myself and Jerome week to week. So starting in 2021, you will see new episodes of Inside the Cage Fridays at noon. That's right. That's right. Put the alerts on your phones. Let's say save this to your to your desktop, wherever you however you choose to listen to Inside the Cage, you'll be able to listen to it Fridays at noon. Yes, we have some competition on hey, Fridays man, at man. noon, but you know what? We, we don't we care because they're because because you know what? They're they're looking at they're looking at things from the past. We're looking at things in the present. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you have it set so that you get the reminders for Inside the Cage. That's right. You can listen to us on on like say Spotify. You can listen to us to on on uh Amazon. You can listen to us on Apple. You can listen to us on Google. Honestly, say, there's so many ways you can listen to us. There's no way you could honestly, listen to point, us if you want to at this point. I expect our fans to uh set up that automatic download for us. Cause I mean hey baby, we ain't gonna blow up your phone. We ain't putting out stuff every day, baby. It's once a week I want to get right to you. I want you to be able to have this so we can get to you so you can have a good time and we can all have a good time together. Right. And then also also make sure that like I say you follow myself and Jerome at on on social media. Jerome, go ahead, drop your look, social man, media. Everybody know look if you don't know by now it's this simple at J Span Demand. Like the Bears. If you don't know that, you're probably too young to be following me in the first place. But I'll spell it for you. It's J S P A N N D A M A N. Okay, that's all you have to do. And in, everywhere you look on my socials, you will see my smiling face. And it, my uh, account is probably private because that's the way I keep it until I accept you as a follower. <laughs> yep. Up. Let's say, and then you can follow myself because I've deleted my Twitter. Like, say, I wasn't doing too much with it except for like the last month or so, and then I just got sick of it. Yeah, that's because uh, you weren't having fun. I guess you a notification. You wouldn't, you wouldn't indulge me in my Twitter. I'd be going. I'd be having fun. That's. <laughs> Have I you noticed. noticed how crazy I go I during I was, the Bears I, games? Though I lose my mind. Oh, say, say, say! I, that, 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 you're part of the reason I stopped <laughs> using Twitter. I was tired of notifications. But, but you can follow me on Instagram <sighs> at at t t Campbell itc on Instagram, and then please make sure that you also follow the Inside the Cage Instagram page as well. That's Inside the Cage TC Wit. Two eyes, okay? Two eyes for inside. Because the other, I don't know why somebody else took ours, but it's okay. We're the original. That's right. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the award show. And we will see you next week with brand new content talking about the fights, the matches, the superstars, and talking about all the shenanigans that have happened in the world. And and, 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 you know, we're going to have a preview of. I mean, only football playoffs I care about right now are our fantasy man. football playoffs in the inside the cage fantasy man. league because I'm in the man, championship game. You know what made me so angry about that league this year, now? You know what made me mad? Have you seen how my team has been uh, absurdly good ever since it got healthy? Once my team got healthy, it's been bananas. But the beginning of the season, losing both of my starting running backs completely tanked my season. Yep. Well, they say, they say, 
You should have picked somebody up. You should have made some trades. Bruh, did, did you not see how many moves that I made over the course of the year? I was trying. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I had to start putting notifications on that. I didn't want to get notified when people were adding and dropping. I had to, but, man. Like, I, like, both my running backs went down. It was time to scramble. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for listening. And remember, let's say, say, enjoy yourselves. Congratulations and welcome to 2021. And also, we also want to take time to notice and, and show respect to John Huber, aka Luke Harper, aka Brody Lee. Let's say the man was one of the one of the best big men of all time. He will be thoroughly missed. Uh, and this is us giving a shout out I to him. I would just like to say, hey man, I feel really bad for his family and those that were, you know, extremely close to him. For me as a fan, I always thought he was a very excellent worker. I thought he was a guy that was underutilized in his time in WWE. And I'm glad that in his time in AEW, you know, at least he got to get a little bit more shine so more people could, you know, fully appreciate his skill set. And uh, it, it, it is always sad to see, see somebody die much earlier than you would expect them to. So, um, most definitely, I hope that uh, his name will be remembered through wrestling fans and his legend will be carried through because he did some great work. And I, I'll be perfectly honest with you. He was a big part of the reason why the entire thing with Bray Wyatt worked. So he'll be missed. All right. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, once again. And I've said that three times <laughs> by now. But but enjoy yourselves. Have a great 2021. And thank you for staying locked inside.